Vikings versus Panthers. G&G in the raw. Vikings win, Vikings win. win vikings win how about that got the w baby joining me on this show in the middle in the prime spot defending the center of the field we have the base ripper the drewster guess i'm not getting the black swan stuff okay you got to send we it to won. me, brother. Vikings won. Do we hate BB or do we like him or do we hate him? And then we like him. Jerome's in the house. <laughs> Vikings, we got Jerome's in the house. Ryan Johnson is in the house. To, Rhino. I can't wait to answer some questions from the viewers. Oh, they're coming already. Now, also with us on the far end is the one, the only, the fantastic Y'all, we finally got to put the debate to rest, okay? Kirk Cousins is better than Teddy Bridgewater. I don't want to hear about it anymore. <laughs> Thank you. Can we stop that now? We learned it today. Argument over. Did Teddy even complete no, wait, 50% wait, wait. of his passes? Come on. I want to hear it. I imagine Dave's got some excuses. Roll them out. Let's hear them right now of why <laughs> why that, why you're... Go ahead. Let's hear it. Mm. Let's hear it. Cousins is better. No, I got nothing. It's just uh, play calling by rule. Sometimes made me wonder why. But anyways. Cousins is better than Teddy. What? Cousins is better than Teddy. No, not today. Cousins is better than Teddy. Defense. Defense. Yeah. Smacked him down. It's. Let's see. Stats wise, you had 34 for 45. 307 yards, three touchdowns with a 115.7 QB rating versus 19 for 36, 267, one TD and one interception. And uh, 74. One TD, that's about par for the course. There you go. Uh, It is what it is. You know, know, that game. He sucks. Teddy, Teddy sucks. He's that game, He's more than that. that was the weirdest, most least enjoyable, <laughs> terribly coached win that I've ever seen on a Sunday. Oh, totally. What the fuck did we just watch? <clears throat> that's the biggest, that's it. Win, so poorly coached to still get the win is a shocker. Uh-huh. All the problems and all the false starts <laughs> and the delay of games and... We look lost the whole time, and then they come out the winner, man. Zimmer, Zimmer must be – he's got to be happy about that because it wasn't his best day. So, well, you talk about so Teddy. Drew, I agree with Mark here. Teddy drove him back, got within field goal range, kicker missed. He got within 40 yards. Kirk went the distance. Kirk didn't just go 40 yards. Kirk went into the fucking end zone. Because okay? he had to. 11 straight completions. Shut up, Mark. Come on. This isn't even close. <laughs> come on. 
You see Teddy in that first half? Come on. Oh, he was he was off. He started out. So he was off. I uh, I have some questions. Do the Vikings do the Vikings practice the hard count? You would assume so. It doesn't look like it. I agree. It doesn't look like it, but you would assume so. That's a normal they, part of situational do, football, and that you practice that your defense doesn't fall for it, that your offense, do, the linemen and practice, receivers say, stay still. And I don't think they do practice we practice all, fourth yeah. down conversions? Do we practice fourth down no. conversions? Because no, because no. it seems every fourth down conversions we get. I mean. It's fourth and one. I guess it didn't matter. I guess he made the right call punting there on the opponent's 45-yard line because we won, right? You know, it was we, kind of weird we... when we had, it on, we had it on the 20 and we were down by two scores and we went for it on fourth down. I was thinking, that's kind of weird. We need two scores. Why? We, <laughs> if, we, if we go for it here, we're not going to get any scores. We're still going to need two. You, you got to go for it there. You got to go for it there. And they should have gone for four, on fourth down more. You still need a touchdown and a field goal. I mean, it came out all right, but yeah. if he doesn't make it there, people are saying, why not cut it to eight points with a field goal? Now you're still down you, by, what, 11? If you don't make whatever. it there, then you don't deserve to win the game. The Vikings don't really deserve to win. <laughs> <laughs> do do the Vikings practice uh, fair catches? Is that? No. Is that, do you think there's like a Wednesday fair catch segment or maybe, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Do you think you think tournament? they they just they're like oh we sucked with fair catching on Sunday so let's just let's just ignore that maybe we'll practice it before the game next Sunday before we try to fix any of that like wow it's wow but we got the win baby they just think it's a fluke I guess and don't need to practice it I'm well this says it like just it. perfectly. I snapped this at the end of the game, and my daughter loves doing the the narrative deal that says Vikings celebrate as Chad BB went from goat to whatever. I would it, not relax, Mark. Chad <laughs> BB, dude, so many angels dying today. So many just falling from the sky. Oh, they were angels were crying. Let, Angels let were crying. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins had the the fumble, so he gets an F grade for the whole day. Is that what I'm hearing now? <laughs> I'm, I'm not no, having any Kirk today. Well. He played great. He played. Oh, well. he played well. He played well today, Dave. He did play well. And he didn't he blow it at the worse. end. He played way worse than he did last week. Yeah, but he didn't blow it at the end. <laughs> you got to do a complete day. deal. If you're making some, yeah, you know, you do a complete deal. If you're making some sort of, you know, high rising, what is it that, not a moose, but something where you bake that deal that comes up, and if you make a noise, the whole thing goes collapse. Okay. That was Kirk Cousins so, last week. So this week you it think, didn't collapse. You think Kirk played better this week than he did last week? He finished better. Yes, they played good both games. But he finished better this week, and All that's right. the we difference. I'm not going to press you if you keep on dodging the question, man. I, I don't want to. It's not yeah, that hard to guy. say. Kirk played well two weeks in a row man. here. Now he was. He could have been more on. He bailed his coach out. Passes. That's for sure. A few passes. Did, bailed his coach out. A minus today, though. A minus today for Teddy, though. A minus. <laughs> a minus no, for Teddy. Teddy. 
B plus Cousins for Kirk. Fucking F. But Drew. <laughs> Drew. Drew, who who your game balls, Drew? Who you giving game balls to? Oh, I'm gonna shit. I didn't even think about that coming into the show. I'm winging it, kind of. Probably because probably BB. I don't know. I feel weird giving Faberge egg a game ball because I thought he was going to be killed after he got tackled on that first punt in the first quarter. I don't give anybody a game ball who fumbles a punt. He doesn't get a game ball. I'm going with uh, thank you, Jesus man. <laughs> I, I, if you fumble, it's like a kicker. Even like, if you hit all your kicks, you never get. You got to give Kirk Cousins game a game ball. Even I would. He fucking drove him back. Wait, under two minutes to win the game. He he finally did. That's the second time since he's been here that he's done that. I'll go Cousins. That's fine. But what do you think, Flip? Who are the two games? We give out two a week, so we can either be two offense, two defense, or one of each. Well, I I, I view MVP as a different reward. MVP today is Kirk Cousins. No debate. You want me to give out two game balls? One has to be Eric Kendrick's. You know, the defense, they had moments of weakness, I'll call it, in this affair. But you look, and they really only, they allowed 13 points. Now, granted, they were playing a crappy-ass quarterback, and Christian McCaffrey wasn't playing on the other side of the ball, but they only allowed 13 points. And that Eric Kendricks interception was amazingly clutch. Maybe some people aren't really looking at that right now because it happened earlier on in the game. Huge interception down in the that red zone big. by Eric Kendricks. The second time he's done that yeah, this what? season, his third interception of the year. Can you get Mark Sorry? back up on the screen so we can ask him about that pass at, uh, at Kendrick? Yeah, yeah, that, that terrible pass. pass. <laughs> we, we're not going to talk about, that, though, about right? that Teddy pass. <laughs> uh, so was, Eric Kendricks, a, you know, amazing coverage linebacker. Best in the game. He's going to take advantage of any quarterback mistake that's made. Huge interception after 13 pass breakups in 2019. He's turning them into turnovers 2020. Love Eric Hendricks and what he's bringing to this defensive side of the ball. One of the only men that we can count on on defense. What has happened to Harrison Smith this year? Is it just because he's covering for the corners that he's not playing like he has been in previous seasons? I mean, I think the, uh, over that I, I, the splash plays aren't going to be there when there's so many other holes on the defensive side of the ball. He's clearly in a d- different role, but he's still the same guy. He's still doing well in coverage. And we're not, you know, other than the miscommunication issues, I don't, I'm not worried about Harrison Smith. Okay. Here we got Tyler joining us talking about a game ball, Brian O'Neill. He's really right here. Point. He that's stopped really, Brian that's, that's Burns all day. That's Brian O'Neill did great. Tyler. Put a C on his chest. I'm not giving a game ball to Brian O'Neill, but that is a good point. You discriminate against linemen? If I, if, I only, if I only get two. <laughs> I only get two. <laughs> on the offensive side, it's got to go to Kirk. Yeah, you know, I'm actually going to give it to uh, – Good. I agree with you, Dave. I'm going to give it to B.C. Johnson – um, you know, the, you come into this game and we're just so worried about the Vikings offense. And if they have that extra dimension every week, we ask ourselves, where can this offense improve? And, you know, Adam Thielen is out, you know, they're going to double team Justin Jefferson, you know, the linebackers are going to key on Dalvin cook. So you really need another receiver to step up and produce. 
And, you know, for BC Johnson to get, what was it, eight catches, eight targets and eight catches, he caught every single ball that was thrown his way. He didn't muff a punt. He was extremely reliable. And that, to me, just says, you know, well done in your role as a role player to step up when the star wide receiver is out. I want to see more BC Johnson, to be honest. Of course, I'm never going to get to see that because we got to kill angels. We got to get Chad <laughs> Beebe involved somehow. Um, but I really, I was really excited about BC Johnson today and his prospects as a fourth wide receiver. Well, BC had, according to the stat line, seven for 74, 10.6 yard average. That's a yeah. very productive On day. seven That's targets. Right. Right, and we Not all love Justin Jefferson, who also had seven receptions. I don't think the receiving court dropped anything. Today. 13 targets. Everybody. I think they caught everything. They no, Justin Jefferson dropped balls. He did? Yeah. He caught seven well, out of 13. Well, they, they're not all drops, though. I mean, there were some contested catches down. And... He dropped six balls. Yeah, yeah, well, there was a couple he dropped. Hits his hands, falls out, goes to the ground. That's a drop. <laughs> I know, but you just said 13. He had 13 targets, and he had seven receptions. I know. That doesn't mean he had six drops. What if he throws it over his head? No, I said he had no, some Kirk, drops. Drew, Kirk hit Justin's hands every single pass. Just get over it. Kirk's, Kirk had a great game. I know he did. It's, I know. It's, and it's as much Justin Jefferson. It's Justin he's, Jefferson's he's, fault. That's what today. Dave's trying to say. No, I'm just saying. Not all the receivers were perfect. Uh, receivers were receivers were great. Uh, defense, I think, had a very underrated performance because of just the score and how Carolina moved the ball. I hated so much about this game, and I'm trying to be positive here. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got Jacksonville next week. We I have. Cannot. we've got these wins that just give me no confidence in, in the rest of the year. I don't, I don't trust this team against Jacksonville. Do you No, but maybe coming from behind and actually winning one changes the mentality a bit. And it took to the last two minutes of this game to do that. Why, why should we have to wait until two minutes left against the four and seven Panthers for a mentality shift to happen? If it, if it has to, if we have to do it now, then it's just never going to happen. Yeah, but it, done I'd, it. I'd rather have, have it happen it now. Well, I agree, but I'd rather have it now than never happen. But unless, is this an unless we want for or did they just get draft. lucky that Joe Sly missed the field goal? Could be. Pretty lucky Joe Sly missed that field goal. But, uh, you know, we've been on the other end of these losses plenty of times when we were in the Panthers' shoes when we could have closed out a game. I mean, they got to be kicking themselves, but they suck too, so you can only kick themselves so much. Um, of course, you want to come out with the win. Kirk got it done today. The defense only gave up 13 points, so that's misleading, the 28-27. So I think it's more like a 28-13 if you want to count points again. The run defense got better in the second half, but they were getting gashed a lot in the first half, and it was angering me. I think the saving grace is I don't know why Carolina went away from the run. It was working fine, and then they stopped doing the. Every time they get to about midfield, they start getting fancy with the passing. But analytics, two bad bro, teams going at it. One team had to win. 
two bad teams and one win, and it was our team. So I'm fortunate for that. Analytics, bro. You always you always got to pass the ball, even when the run game's working. You pass the ball. Yes. I don't don't understand all the mental miscues at this stage of the season. I really, it's terrible, dude. They the penalties that. That Eric Wilson, that Eric Wilson penalty, that face mask penalty, really costly. The the you're doing a hard count, and you're the one incurring penalties off of your hard count. It's ridiculous. Uh, you were you really want to go deep? That first Robbie Anderson touchdown was, you know, a miss on on the play calling side. I'm not going to criticize Zimmer too hard because you got to take chances when you're trying to create pressure. But you're dialing up a double A gap blitz. Both Wilson and Eric Kendricks are blitzing on that play. Then you've got Harrison Smith coming on the blitz from the safety spot as well. And you're putting Ofadi Odenabo on the slot wide receiver, which hopefully in a normal in a normal play, you just hope the pressure gets there. You know you lose that if the pressure doesn't get there. But you got to look at the situation. It's third down and 12. You don't need to be blitzing three guys on third down and 12. That's a little aggressive for Mike Zimmer, and it costs the defense. They scored a touchdown on that play. You know what I think Zimmer was thinking in that sense, Flip? Zimmer knows Teddy pretty well. I think in Zimmer's mind, he thought, I'm going to pressure him, and Teddy's going to check it down, and we're going to tackle him short of the sticks. I really think I – I didn't have a problem with – Teddy's really good at beating that, that blitz. We got, we got, no, he did. It backfired on yeah. him. And we gave up that play, but it, I'm kind of trying to think what could Zimmer possibly be thinking of in that play is because when you do pressure him, he'll check it down. So, oh, so, so now been. you're the Zimmer apologist. No, <laughs> no, believe me. I don't, I don't look at, look at things like a man crush like Dave and make excuses for him like Dave does. The guy's flawed. It's not the defensive coordinator playing head coach. I'm just, I call it like it is. And on that play, I think that's what happened on that play. But, no, I'm not the guy that's going to sit and, and funnel excuses and make bullshit excuses for Mike Zimmer. That's your buddy with the beard. Wait. <laughs> that's Dave. That's Dave with the uh, – he could score 40 whenever he wants. You haven't, I don't know if you've heard that story. He could score 40 whenever he wants, but he chooses not to. That, that's what Dave Who is he? So. Are we talking about Chad Beebe can score 40? No, oh. talking about no, Zimmer so. and how he plays the uh, – Defend the win offense in the, if you could versus being aggressive. Week, wouldn't you do that? Wouldn't Didn't you, you think you after that? we drove down on that first drive of ours, which was beautifully scripted, go up 7 nothing, that we were instantly going into the, to the defend the wind mode? Felt and, totally different. The offense felt totally uh, different after that. Like they stopped I, attacking. Yeah, they stopped attacking. I did not like that. But the whole I also, team was flat most of the game. It, it's it's not like it, they also did not. Every time this team drops back forty times, you get you get a turnover every twenty dropbacks in this offense, and I still do not trust it. I don't. I I look at the Seattle Seahawks game where we have the lead in halftime. We come out throwing in the third quarter, and we end up with two turnovers to go down in the game. Same thing here where, you know, drop back to pass and you get that fumble that gives gives Carolina the lead. So I just I think if we could be a little safer with the football, then, yes, we could start passing more. But the decision making is not there. 
and the interior pass blocking is not there. We well, cannot run that, this offense. That one fumble we, was because Brett Jones just got ran over. Yeah, but Kirk yeah, is looking. Yeah, Kirk is looking know, the guy looking in the there. face. If you're if you if you see oh, the a, dude stop. coming right at you, you got to secure the football. Protect the football. Hey, Dave, did you see the, the second? Did you see the second ten calls all day that we talked about last Thursday? Actually, I started graphing them at the beginning, yeah. and they were throwing. I saw him run one. I called it. I was watching it. We had an incomplete pass, and I said, Ruby, here comes Cook up the middle. And she's all, yeah, for a loss of two. If That's they run happened. on first down, they're throwing on second down. If they General. throw on first down, they're running on second, second down. <laughs> it's a pattern, you know, though. You should never And, and so, your... like, your first and ten play is a, is a seven-yard out to Tajay Sharp, falls incomplete to nobody's surprise. And then you know, like a, a run's happening the next play. Every time, it's a pattern. Yeah, and you shouldn't run any. Of it. You shouldn't be patterning. And 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 we're not we're not running those easy slant routes or the easy wide receiver screen. We did a little bit of those bubble, those curl routes for those easy first down throws, which is what other teams in the league do much more often. So yeah, like Rhino said, we ran twice on second and long. And that's that's progress, but it also you need easier completions in this offense. We started getting them today. I mean, everybody knows, even the, the teams that play us, that I watched one drive where we ran it to Cook up the middle, and then we threw a screen to Cook on second down. He lost four yards because six guys were tackling him. <laughs> I mean, we, sometimes it's almost we're too reliant on Cook. I mean, those, those defensive coordinators know where we're going. I've been saying it since the first first I'd week like of the year mix it up a little more mix it and up we are it's a great player but fuck. i get this is another game where we're incredibly lucky that cook injury wasn't serious but like give alex madison seven carries we can't do that we it, it just it boggles my mind we're just set up to two. fair fail Catastrophically, yeah, two two carries for Alex Madison, sweet. Yeah, and that was in relief of Cook game? when his ankle was busted. He only had two, right? He only had well, two, two yeah, carries. yeah. Kirk, Six Cook yards. only missed one drive. So, but so you know, it is what it is. I'm I'm proud of the offense. I feel like Kirk played extremely well. We don't win this game without him. Um, and the defense held up. So if the offense played well and the defense played well, well, why was it such a close game? Uh, you can blame turnovers or you can just blame bad coaching. Well, it was because it, we were behind well, most Lord of the game and it looked that. horrible. They looked flat. They, they were flat. They, they, they were flat. And that blows my flat. mind. Yes, coaching oh, has God. a part of that. But so does just motivations from playing football. If you're out there, you want to do your best and you want to come out firing off the ball. Being flat to me blows my mind. It's especially being, at this being level. flat is bad coaching. That's bottom line. I think so too. I agree. Yeah, but the players also have responsibility for that too. You got to come out and you got to want to play. If you come out slow, okay. are they giving them what the wrong pregame meal or something? You know what makes you want to play? Believing in your coach and having a hard-nosed coach—that's what makes you want to play. That's part play of it, but also you want to do it for yourself. Well, I, I don't—I don't know if we can get into this debate, man. Like, it's—it's it's bad coaching. 
you should know your players. You spent at minimum, you spent eight months with them at this point. Those are for your rookies. For your veterans, you spent four to five years with these guys in the locker room. So if you're a coach, you need to know what makes them tick. You need to know what makes them play well. You need to know what makes them play poorly, both physically, both schematically, mentally, emotionally. You need to know all those things. So if you're mismanaging that, that is on the coaching staff. I believe so, too. I've never been a head coach in the NFL, so I kind of defer to to things that Herm Edwards have said and Marv Levy and all, you know, you go by what everybody else says. And when Herm Edwards says, if your team's flat and they're undisciplined, that's your coach. You're either coach. Yeah, but we see Eric Kendricks come out and just excel every week. Is that because of the coach or is that because of Eric Kendricks? Well, that's because he's a, he's the. (laughs) That's just what I'm saying. Do you blame your boss if you don't do a good job? Eric Kendricks is exactly what I'm talking about. Eric Kendricks is a great player, but is he a vocal leader? Who are the vocal leaders on the defensive side of the ball? That's part of the problem. They were all retired or gotten rid of. Who is going to smack you upside the head? Not a coach, but which player is going to smack DJ Wanham or Shamar Steven or Eric Wilson upside the head when they make a bad play? They've all been released or retired. And why? Because of the coach. Look at what where Xavier Rhodes has gone. Look at the decision not to bring back Everson Griffin. The guys who have actually freaking said something or showed some fire. That's I'm, coaching. I'm, I'm done trying to talk to Dave about Mike Zimmer. I really am. I don't even want to discuss it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but I've see, heard, you I've guys blame so everything much, on Zimmer. So and it's no, not no, everything I don't on blame. Zimmer. I don't blame everything on Zimmer. But when his defensive is ranked 27th in scoring, he's doing a crappy ass job. And when his team comes out flat, he's doing a crappy ass job. I have never blamed bad offense on Mike Zimmer. A lot of people do that. I don't do that. Okay, I have never blamed Mike Zimmer on on draft picks uh, and whether they pan or not. I don't blame Mike Hughes on Mike Zimmer, but there were things he can control. And the things he can control are team culture and defensive performance. And when I see both of those sucking, I'm going to say something about it. Yeah, but defense performance can only go as good as the talent level. No, no, dis- completely disagree. Are, are you Look, telling me you put somebody that's five six? Out there on the defensive line, he's coaching will make him an all-star? No. I mean, coaching will make him competent. I'm not asking for all-star. No. I'm asking for league average play. Nobody said anything about all-star. Coach we him up, Zimmer. Be- we can do better than Mike Zimmer. I hate to break it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah, well, we can, I agree we can with do you. Better than defense, but we can also do worse. Than offensive false starts and badly used timeouts, and not going all the way on, not going for it on fourth and one, and fair catch issues. Those are all coaching. And he's gone for it on fourth down more this season than he ever has. He has. I'm very happy about it. You can't. You can't go into it, Dave, thinking, "Well, we could do worse too." Then you're not going to get any better if you have that kind of attitude. I mean. Sure, we could get get a coach and be worse, but what are you going to do? Well, with things that we, this is you try this is the, at some point you got to do something, don't you? At some point you got to do something. And this is the issue. But with we're Mike one Zimmer. game like, behind five hundred right now. If you wanna, if you wanna go nine and seven for ten years in a row, Mike <laughs> Zimmer's your best bet to do that. <laughs> or the former coach of Cincinnati, right? If you want to go nine and seven, ten and six, 
for an extended amount of period, extended amount of time, and then just hope that one of those years ends up in a Super Bowl run, even though it probably won't. Then sure, yeah, you is. stick with Mike Zimmer. You keep on trying. You keep on barely making the playoffs every year and hoping that the Minnesota Vikings, the unluckiest team in football, all of a sudden get lucky. Sure, you can take that approach. But I'm but telling you right now. how can you now, not say that about Andy Reid? How, how can I not say that about Andy Reid? Andy it took Reed, him 19 seasons as coach to win a Super Bowl. Andy Reid, look at the offensive talent that Andy Reid dealt with. Andy Reid was playing Alex Smith in the playoffs, winning his division every single year. He was showing that he was one of the best offensive minds in the game long before he actually won a Super Bowl. Has Mike Zimmer shown us that, or do we do we still think that Mike Zimmer is one of the best? But he's not an offensive mind. He's a defensive is mind. He, is he the one of the best defensive minds in the league right now? Probably still, yes. I don't think so. I think Who's better? proves that he's not. I'll take Vrabel. I'll take. I'll take. Okay, let's uh, go over the last five years and tell me who's better. I'll take Tomlin. I'll take Vrabel. I'll take Belichick. I'll take oh, Belichick. the defensive coordinator in San Francisco. I'll take Wade Phillips. I'll take the defensive coordinator in LA that they hired after they fired Wade Phillips. So he's seven or eight in my mind right now, what he's doing this year. I'm sorry, Jerome. We won. I should be more positive. I'm happy at this win. I'm happy. I'm happy we won this game. But don't tell me that there weren't issues and that we can't improve the process because we all know that we can't. We can't. Isaac's right. Good good comment. Good comments today. Look, look, I told I told I told y'all when we were sitting here one and five that Mike Zimmer can go seven and three down the stretch or get out of my state. And so I'm happy that he's on the path to get to eight and eight. He needs to go. He need, <laughs> he needs to go. What four, four or three and two down the stretch is what we need right now to get to eight and eight. Correct. So do it. I think that's a really high, low bar for Mike Zimmer. Uh, we should be asking for more, but. We got Jacksonville. The ones that are going to be tough are Tampa. Um, trying to remember who else is on the schedule. Drew, you remember? Jacksonville, then Tampa uh, Bay. New Orleans. There we go. On there. Jacksonville, Tampa, Bears, New Orleans, and then the temporary head coach coached uh uh Detroit Lions. Okay, so beat beat Jacksonville, beat Chicago, beat Detroit. Detroit. So don't say I'm asking too much from Mike Zimmer. If he can't do that, then he needs to go. Can we at least agree that if he goes 7 and 9, we got to fire the dude? Hey, I'm for fire them all, but I'm just telling you guys you're going to be disappointed when Ziggy keeps them. I am. Get anywhere with Dave. Dave would not does not. He loves it. So let's just get by it. All right. What did I just say, Drew? I went on the record saying we're not winning the last month of the season. I know you did, but what did I just say? We're not going to win the last four weeks. What did I just say? I don't know. I said fire them all. But I said, don't be surprised that Z- Ziggy keeps him. 
No, well, but I think, like I said, sincerely, you don't want to fire Zimmer. I think deep down in your heart, you want to keep the guy. Keep I want a better football team. I don't want to go through BS why? like today. <laughs> why do you argue on his behalf all the time? We get real. Because it's behalf. not all him. You tend to blame everything that goes wrong with the Vikings on Zimmer. No, but you blame nothing on him. That's the fucking difference. You have zero blame. Zero percent on Zimmer. I have blamed him before. Oh, fuck no, you don't blame him. Yes, I do. Not enough Pro Bowl players. On the offense, do we have any Pro Bowl offensive linemen? Our offensive line has sucked since he's been there. Can score forty points every week, but the NFL would get mad of him because of gentleman's agreement. I mean, I've heard it all. I've heard a bunch of shit about Zimmer, and I'm sick of it, dude. He's an average head coach. He's decent. Average. He's decent. above average if you take his win loss record. I know how you feel about Zimmer, so I'm not I, like I said. No, you but your definition of average is winning two thirds of the games. No coach is going to win more than that on a regular basis. Period. Not Lombardi. Not Belichick. Hey, when we talked Dave. to Zimmer last year, it was Spielman, and then it was the assistant coaches, and then it was Ziggy, and then it was not enough Pro Bowl players, and then it was he could score four. It's never been – you've never answered with, you know what, Zimmer guy, he needs to do a better job. Ever. That's I have I said he said. has to do a oh, better job. No, dude, you love that guy. You don't you listen. Him. God, listen. I listen. Isaac, I, Isaac, I, I Isaac, Isaac saying that the defense is young, will improve. Uh, Isaac, I think what we're saying is we need to say we need to see it this year. So, you know that I guess my question for you, Drew, is we're we're five and six right now. What is the Vikings' twenty twenty record at the end of the year? What's your What's your prediction? Five? Are we five and won five games? Yeah, we're um, five and six. <laughs> he says we don't win I December, think, so that's I, I five. Think, and, I think they'll be. I think they'll beat Jacksonville, and I think it'll be a game a lot like today. It'd be very similar. But I think the wheels are going to start falling off, and by the time we play Detroit at the end of the season, we'll all be throwing our hats down going, I cannot believe we ended the season losing to the fucking Lions. I do. I think the Vikings will win one more game. Okay, so that's 6-10. and 10. Dave, do you want to keep Mike Zimmer if we go 6-10? and 10? I don't want to keep Mike Zimmer now. I want to move oh, on. Wow. Okay. Okay. I said that okay. weeks ago. All it's right. Just... Let me ask you another question. If they went out, do you want to keep Mike Zimmer? There if they is. went out and go nine, there it is. Nine and seven and make the playoffs. If they went out, they'll go ten and six. Oh, and they'll definitely make the playoffs in. Um give them that truth, Sarah. Give them that yes, truth, he would have to stay. Okay. But it's well, not my was... decision, like I said. It's Ziggy and Mark's Wilf's decision. Don't we, ours means right nothing. Now. Dave, don't you I don't, think Dude, that? I don't think you... Dave, Vikings fans were about to turn off the TV to, today. Like, we... <laughs> people, fans can handle two to three more losses like the bullshit we saw today where we got Chad Beebe fumbling fair catches and face mask penalties, and we're drawing our own offensive linemen off sides. That is not clean football. And Vikings no. fans are have a way bigger sense of urgency than, than putting up with whatever Ziggy and Mark think. 
So yeah, but again, Ziggy and Mark I'm are the ones that make the decision. Well, I don't want to talk about them right that. now. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, yeah. I am not the Ziggy Mark voice. I am right. the Vikings fans voice. And so I understand what it's like. And so do y'all to have never seen a Super Bowl team. So I'm not just looking for some nine and seven coach. And, you know, if we get into the playoffs right now, my perspective is get in positives on our side is we have a great young rookie wide receiver. We have a quarterback who looks, I don't want to say hot, but he's heating up and his play is at a level that could get us generate some playoff victories. And, you know, like our commenters have said, we have a young defense that is slowly improving. So those recipes, we just need to see that with more consistency. And I say all this knowing that we are on a razor's edge because if we don't see us continue to put down W's and we don't see Kirk continually improve and we don't see improvement from the youngsters, then that's not just a, okay, let's try again next year. That's like a burn, burn the, make the playoffs, make a run or burn the house down. That's all I'm saying. I'm cool with either one. I have a question and I'll piggyback it right off what Flip said. Right off the question he had, and I'll ask you guys this, and even our listeners, I'd like to get some feedback on the screen from the people, you know, if there's from the people that are watching this show, if there's any. Um, oh, there's quite a few. Say we say we yeah. keep Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer for next year. You convince me of what's going to be different. Yeah. Well, on the defense, we're going to have Anthony Barr back. Okay. Daniel Hunter back. And Pierce back. I was just looking to see if Pierce ever made the Pro Bowl. He did not. Um, okay. So we're going to be a top five defense in 2021? We close. Yeah, with the development of the corners. Yeah, you betcha. Who what else? About, what about Who else all, are we going to lose? What about all the, mind, the mind problem, the discipline, and the uh, everything that comes with the cerebral part of the game that we seem to be riddled with, miscues? How does that change? Well, hopefully we don't deal with COVID rules and we're back to a See, normal I football. I think we're going to be 7-9 to nine again next year. because I think It's quite possible. Falling and into a losing and I, then, feel like I feel like I'm a, a Bengals fan with Marv Lewis. Mike, Mike like. Zimmer is a high floor, low ceiling coach. We're always going to be in that 7-9, and 9-7 range. For better or for Ten worse, you can look at you can look at that. You can look at that and be positive about it. You can look at that and be negative about it. But he is a high floor, low ceiling coach. Could be. Could be. And the and the floor was high today, buddy, because even when we suck ass and commit all the penalties and can't get on the right, can't play special teams. We still win the motherfucking game, baby. Let's yes, go. We did. Yep, there's a team out there that makes dumber plays than we do. Woo! Gotta <laughs> love that high floor. And how long does Marlon Maloof stay as special Can we teams fire owner? somebody? Can we at least who, fire one person? This Marlon Maloof, the special who, who teams. Hired, who hired Marlon Maloof? <laughs> yeah, Zimmer, but not everybody you hired on your construction crew was good, were they? 
What you fired some people. The question I just asked you. See how he tries to divert that shit? He diverts it and reflects it towards something else rather you, than. You want perfection. You can't get perfection. I don't want perfection. Whoa, whoa, what perfection? What the fuck are you talking about? Six. Perfection. He wants him to win all the games, go to the Super Bowl, win the Super Bowl, otherwise fire him. Every Vikings fan wants that. He, Yes, every Vikings fan wants him to win all the games, win all the playoff games, and go to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. That's literally what every Vikings fan wants. We're not allowed to ask for that? No, no, you can't ask for that. That's unrealistic. That's unrealistic? You got to ask for eight and eight. Zimmer's a swell guy. Eight and eight's fine by my... Woohoo! What yeah. coach has been perfect? There hasn't been any, except for in Don Shula. Make the playoffs or get out of my state. This ain't no Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles operation where we've already had a Super Bowl in the past. No, fuck that the, logic. Win the, a Super Bowl. Try to win a Super Bowl or get off my fucking team. We're yeah, gonna be dead to be, and gone before that when, happens. When I when I said who hired Marwin Maloof, I was just expecting him to hear, "Oh, Zimmer did, and it was a terrible hire." He didn't answer it like that. It was, "Hey, Drew, what about?" See, he gets defensive about it because he likes the guy. Yeah. If he didn't, yeah. he would say, "That's a terrible hire." That's what he would have said. That's Actually, Marlon Maloof was good last year. I don't know what the hell's happened this year. Last year, did we have any special teams issues? No. Make the guy accountable for something. Fuck. <laughs> and the first time Ted Glover brought up Filippo, you said, well, that was all Spielman. And Ted Glover said, no, dude, the head coach hires the offensive coordinator. So you were trying to And I have heard it was Spielman that hired him. Then what? Fuck, dude. Hey. It wasn't Sp- head coach is hired the coordinator. Not necessarily. Head coach oh, isn't the charge of the, isn't in no, charge of the team. Role. Broke my own rule, Flip. <laughs> dead horse. That dead we horse. won. We won. We won the stupidest game of the 2020 season, y'all. Yes, we Thanks did. Thanks for let's watching. On that. Let's keep it in the winning realm. I'm sorry. Yeah, let's win another stupid one next week. Absolutely. Mission, mission keep building them up. Who the stupid. hell is the quarterback for Jacksonville now? Is it... Is it Mark hey, Cornell? Yo, yo. Glennon, Glennon put up some numbers today, man. Glennon ain't no joke. He's going to come that, in here like like Andy Dalton. I think he's a redhead, too, with a little shorter that, haircut. So we got to watch out. Is in Minnesota again next week? Three straight home games. We were supposed to win them all, but we lost to Dallas. So now we're just going for two and one. Yeah. And you do it. Yes. I want another win. Yep. I want another win. We'll baby. see. Until then. That rare era of seven wins. I want to get to seven, baby. I want to get to seven so I can. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You wait till next year, guys, and we win eight. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're in the NFC East, you win the division. Bruno. Skull Vikes. Yes. Five and six, baby. Let's get to six. Let's get to 500. Let's get get to 500. Idiot Spielman hiring Zimmer's coaches for him. I mean, if we can win it's a game a when we play that bad, just imagine when we play well. And hey, he didn't hire him, that's good. Zimmer hired him. Get over it. Zimmer hires his coaches. <laughs> I'm all. I'm going to leave you two to make up. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, Ruby's not home today because Drew is. 
She's cracking up right now. She's heard the Zimmer thing over between me and Dave. Over and over and over. We've only argued it over it for the last three years. Anyway, arguing. She asked if he's high on weed. That's he literally job. he got his ass fucking saved by his quarterback today. <laughs> yes, kind of hard to argue that. Let's hear it, Dave. I do have an announcement to make, though. <laughs> Let's hear it. Starting. Thank you, Mary. Can you read this, Mary's comment? Is that yes. the, is that your announcement? No, not at all. What'd she say? What'd Mary's Mary been say? a Vikings Mary. fan for 55 years, and she wants the team to move on from Zimmer. Lack Mary. of leadership comes Mary. from the top. You know what they say. When you find yourselves in times of trouble, you, Mary. Mother Mary comes to me. <laughs> okay, I don't know about all that. <laughs> I don't know. As, is that That's the Mary. Bee Gees? I never heard that. No, that. no, 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 no. Hey, Beatles wrote that song after Mary Fisk. She, she, she's got so much wisdom. That lady's right on with that. Let's end the show on Mary is right. Mary, Mary, Mary. <laughs> look, look, Ted Glover in the comments. Everybody, everybody. See, I told you the fans. I know the fans. I am the voice of the fans. And I can tell you they ain't happy with Mike Zimmer right now. I'm just I'm just saying it. But it all now, depends on Mark and. Well, you know what? Dave wouldn't like him either. If he didn't like him, he'd say he'd be right in there with us to get rid of him. That's what he would be. It would be. If he was thinking about it in football terms, get rid of him. I'm, I'm Season serious. isn't over yet. He doesn't look you do the gritty. Anyways, the announcement no is that starting this upcoming yes. Friday. Yes. Eberhard wants a Super Bowl. Sorry, I'll stop interrupting. But these these fans in here, they're passionate. And we got we to gotta let them speak. Because they're not yes. they're not looking for no eight and eight, nine and seven. They're looking for a Super Bowl. Starting, Let the people speak, Dave. Stop oppressing the people, Dave. Starting this Friday, we are gonna let the people speak. Because we are gonna take the pregame show live on Friday night, nine Eastern, eight Central. Seven Mountain, six Hippie Time. That's my time, Hippie Time. To go live where all of you can join us. So starting Friday, watch us live on Friday night for your GMG pregame show. Let's do it. Hope you guys get a great turnout. Uh, Dave, Ted wants to know what grade you gave Kirk Cousins for this game. <laughs> and hey. An a. He he gets an a. He completed it. He completed it and got remembered an to sign his name. He got an name. F against Dallas. He forgot he to sign his name. Dallas. Yeah. That, so we're just, just judging on we're just judging on three or four plays, not an entire game. If right? if, if the defense sucks no, and Kirk gets an F, if the defense plays well, <laughs> then Kirk gets an A. Drew, I took an engineering course in college, and oh, on it, the instructor, the professor said. Make sure you read all the instructions before you proceed. But right? he did that both weeks. He did it for a final. And he said, all right, read it. And so on the instructions it said, read the entire test, go to the end. Right? Read the entire test, go to the end. And it says, if you've made it this far, sign your name, sit there, be quiet, and then 30 minutes from now, turn it in. Most everybody hit that, except for two of us, hit that test, and started filling out question one, question two, working it in their big engineering problems. 
The two of us did not fill out anything. We just signed our name, turned it in, got an A. Everybody else got an F because they failed to follow instructions. Kirk Cousins last week failed to complete that test. His receiver dropped the ball. And then his next two passes were off target. There's an offensive lineman. There's a defensive lineman in his face. Gabe, when we were doing the grading, the grading wasn't how did how do you think Kirk performed on the final drive? The 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 question I gave was how do you think he performed? For the and whole I game? said an F because he got it incomplete. He failed to sign his paper. So if Justin Jefferson catches that pass against Dallas, he gets an A. No, if he goes down and scores and wins, he gets an A. What if he hands the ball to Dalvin Cook and Dalvin Cook takes it in for a touchdown? Does Kirk get an A? Kirk gets an A. <laughs> Because he did what's necessary to win the game. We oh, pay no, him no. to do Dude, that. We Dude, don't pay him to seriously. fuck up. Are you on Magic Mushrooms? I'm asking for a serious question. <laughs> no, just my Are you? Again, Just my ear. With that. I, I, you know, all right. Either that, or Chad, either that or Chad and Flip Mozzie's grades were all fucked up by giving him a B. There's got to be. There's no. There's oh, no I'm sure they were. No, they was, no, he had a good game, <laughs> except for he failed to complete it. But he can't get after if he had a good game. Why are yes, he can. Still Failing to show. complete an assignment this show is gets as you an F. The game we just watched. It is this. This. This is this. <laughs> this topic right here about getting an F against Dallas is as dumb as it comes. Anyways, join us. Two people, I had my brother on the phone the other day. He goes, "Who the fuck said that?" I go, "I just wanted your opinion on what you thought about." It. He goes, "That's ridiculous." Thank but you. I just so much and I said he played well, except he failed to complete it. Thanks for watching us. Join us Friday live. Any last words there, Drew, as you put the ice cream cone to your forehead? <laughs> Metaphorically. I see Meow Meow, Mike and Kyle. We wait all year to watch these Viking games. It's always good to get a win, and I'm glad Carolina's stupider than we are. Thank you, Matt Rule. <laughs> last words there, Flip. Thank you all for watching. If you think we were being too negative, just go ahead and watch last week's post-game show. I promise you, we were not being that negative. Vikings win. Vikings win. Vikings win. Go Vikings and join us Friday live for the pregame show. Skull, everybody. Thanks for watching. Thank you for watching or listening. As always, if you like, subscribe, ring the bell for notifications. And if you're listening to the podcast, please rate us on your favorite aggregator. Skull, everybody.